Hello. Welcome to Season 5 of the Pretty Deadly Self-Defense Podcast. I'm Susie Colick, the creator of Pretty Deadly Self-Defense. And I'm Zipporah, a Pretty Deadly Community Guide and Online Coaching in Tebe, Uganda. In this season, Zipporah and I are exploring self-defense in Uganda, talking about the different challenges women face and what strengths we might have in common. There's a lot to discover, so welcome to the Pretty Deadly Self-Defense Podcast. This is episode 71, and today we are talking about boldly talking down a bully in the market. (laughs) Okay, so you are going to have a different experience about this than what I understand it to be, because I grew up in the United States with giant supermarkets. Um, It's a different setting. So can you give me an example scenario so we can talk about it? Yeah, yeah. I really want to share this one. So <laughs> we do have supermarkets, but they're not so big, but they're okay. Yeah, they're also very big ones. They have started building some very big ones. But then the market I'm talking about is the local market. Yeah, you know? so so when I was growing up, local markets mm. had already disappeared from the suburban American oh, landscape. Wow. Wow. It's, uh, it's actually something that came back um, <laughs> as part of gentrification. Oh, you know, when people are like, oh, farmers markets, how adorable the farmers come in from the, you know, but, but in the seventies, um, when the United States was going through a particular kind of industrial growth, supermarkets Mm. were normal, local markets were pretty much gone. Oh, so when I, so what I mean, you know, about that is that there was just no, um, there was no exposure to the same kind of market that your local market serves in your community. Mm. And by the time I was an adult and those kinds of local markets came back because it was mostly for like, you know, it was mostly about gentrification. Mm. Certainly there are bullies in those markets too. (laughs) (laughs) But usually you're having, you know, like you're going to have an argument with somebody about like, you know, how organic are your tomatoes or some nonsense. So (laughs) at <laughs> the scene for me Zipporah <laughs> okay so um the markets this side I wouldn't call them farm markets or whatever but we have vendors on mm-hmm. the ground yeah the gravel mm-hmm. so we have the tomato vendors the cloth vendors the different kinds of vendors so there was this one time my sisters and I were walking in the market. We had gone to buy stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe clothes or maybe food. Because on that day, because um, this market, uh, we have market days, right? Mm-hmm. So that part of town where I stay, where I live with my family, is um, we have our market day as Friday. Mm-hmm. So from early morning till like. 10 in the night, they're selling stuff, all these vendors. So they keep transferring this market from one town to another town. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, um, yeah, and things are pretty cheap in the mm-hmm. market. So that's one of the reasons why I go there. Although they're not very high quality, but they're okay. So mm-hmm. we go there. This one day, my sisters and I go to the market. And as we're walking through, there was this, particular gentleman there were actually like four gentlemen seated at the side so we are walking through my sisters go ahead of me Mm -hmm. I come in at the back 
this one bold gentleman grabs my hand. Okay. Mm. I don't even know what came over me, but sometimes you realize that you've done it after you've done it. Mm-hmm. This is what I told the gentleman. <laughs> That's called a reaction. It's just a reaction. <laughs> yes. So I reacted. This is how I reacted. I told him, I will slap you. Okay. <laughs> Let me go. <laughs> I, I, my heart pumped furiously. I thought I was going to die mm-hmm. because I don't know where I got those balls from. That was pretty <laughs> heavy. <laughs> I think you I might, imagine. you know, Zipporah, you might have been born with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's true. But yeah. <laughs> the way my heart was racing, I feel like that day I grew an extra pair. I'm telling you, it was, <laughs> it was really, really scary for me. But I told him and he let me go. I think he saw something in my eyes that mm-hmm. told him this girl means what she's going to do. She mm-hmm. may regret it later, but she'll do it. Let mm-hmm. her go. And he really let me go. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I'm 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 glad I did that though. I, I don't know. At some point, I felt really glad that I had stood up for myself. Mm-hmm. There's that boldness and happiness you feel in your heart when you do such a thing, mm-hmm. and there's a frustration that comes when you go back and you didn't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. You're like Zipporah, you didn't come through for yourself. You 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 let him do that. I don't know. I usually feel like that at some point. So I felt better when I did that, mm-hmm. but I was scared of right. my wits. Well, because that's scary. I mean, it's not only scary that he grabbed your hand, it's scary yeah. to to say that and then realize like, oh my God, that, I mean, he could have... He could have come he, to me. In a yeah, he could have escalated that and that could have been really dangerous. So I get it. Yeah. I think this is something that a lot of women experience in various forms, Mm. you know, around the world. That idea of, you know, when do you speak up and when, what happens when you're silent? Yeah. And, And you put it really nicely. You know, you feel like the times when you haven't said anything, when you haven't spoken up, that you've kind of let yourself down. Yeah. What we know about our self defense system is that, and we talked about this in an earlier episode, is that it's our entire body, right? It's not just hands. It's not just eyes, ears, nose, whatever. It's an entire system and it's working all the time. And it's taking information in on all these different levels through our five senses, subconsciously, um, you know, through signals that we recognize in other people as well. Yeah. When we feel comfortable or not comfortable is maybe the wrong word, but when we feel bold enough to talk somebody down in the way that you did to confront someone or to stand up for ourselves, we often have some signals that we're picking up subconsciously somewhere that says this is a safe thing for us to do. Oh, wow. When we don't say something, when we, when we, um, are silent or we feel like we let something happen. And then we think, oh, I let myself down. Again, we're sometimes or often picking up information on a subconscious level that says, this is the best thing for you to do right now. 
And no, Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel good to let, you know, I'm going to put it in air quotes to let somebody touch you. Yeah. But sometimes we are picking up information that says this is going to be the better thing for you. Because the other option, if you stand up for yourself, if you talk back, if you defend, it will escalate into violence. And that violence yeah. Can I could chip in something? Life. Yeah, please. Um, that, that reminds me of that uh, sensitivity that we talked about in one of the episodes. Mm-hmm. That because I feel it too, that what you're trying, what you're explaining, I feel it too, that here you can speak. Mm-hmm. This scenario, you can say something. This other scenario, the best thing you should do right now for yourself, Zipporah, is to be quiet. Mm-hmm. You feel it. You feel it in your heart. I don't know. It's a gut feeling. It's an intuition, but you just feel it that, okay, this is the right thing to do right now. Exactly. I think it feels like a risk, you know, so your example of talking to this guy and saying, I'm going to slap you felt like a risk. Your heart was racing. And afterwards you were full of adrenaline, you know, mm. which in some ways felt good because you did say something, but in other ways it's like, you know, oh my goodness, that was so like, I still have to calm down, <laughs> which is totally normal. You know, your body's yeah. processing, your body's basically processing the, the, uh, the adrenaline. You know, it has Mm. to release in some way. So it often will release after the fact through shaking as a way for our muscles to get get that stuff out of our body. Yeah. And and, and because we're having this response, it feels like, wow, I really took a risk. Mm. But when it comes to our personal safety, we don't really take that many risks. And we talked in an earlier episode about how our body catches us, you know, our Mm. body, our body takes care of us. Yes. Right. So when we do these things, it's more a matter of taking in a lot of information that says this is, this is safe for you to do right now. Mm. You know, even if we don't understand what all those signals are, they're still there. We're still acting on those signals. Right. Yeah. So, so I think, you know, where we have to be careful is, is our own egos, you know, mm. and this is something that I think doesn't get talked about, although it's something that happens a lot in martial arts in the sense of someone goes through their training for a few years, they go through all their belt tests, they finally test for their black belt and you know, maybe that test consisted of like fighting a bunch of people or, or, you know, fighting against a weapon or whatever it is, you know, they feel like, yes, black belt. And then their ego takes over and they walk around. They're like, yeah, I'm a black belt. I'm a black belt. I can take it. I can take anything, you know? And so they foolishly put themselves in situations to prove to themselves over and over again, you know, how awesome they are. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense, but but our egos don't always make sense. So this is where, this is where I'm saying this can be something to be aware of. You know, we can, we can, have that moment of talking down the bully in the market. You know, Mm. I'm going to slap you and walk you away being like, wow, I feel really good that I did that. You know, that was a risk. And then next time being like, well, I could talk that guy down. I'm going to talk everybody down. You know, I'm invincible. (laughs) 
And, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, no. But this is where our egos can come in and start being like, oh, yeah, talk everybody down. This is a great idea. Where we want to remain connected to that intuition, to that gut feeling. Yes, true. Right. That says, yeah, okay, so that worked with that guy, not this guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it's just not that time and place for all this, you know. Right. And so and so where our self-defense training comes in is learning to know the difference. You know, you mm. don't have to know the difference of like, you know, oh, I understand all the signs are there that it's safe for me to, you know, talk back to this guy. But knowing the difference of my intuition is telling me, don't do it. Mm. Right. As opposed to my ego going, but you did it before and it turned out really great. (laughs) So that's where our self-defense training is really helpful to us. Really connecting with that intuition that guides us to safety for ourselves every single time. And sometimes that safety is also paving a bit of a new path. You know, Mm. letting that person know, I'm going to slap you. Don't touch me. Yeah. You know, don't grab my hand. I'm telling you now so you don't do it again in the future because I'm probably going to see you again the next time, you know, on the next market day if it's a regular vendor. Hmm. Right? I need to keep this path for myself myself safe right now. I don't want to have this argument again. So I think all this, yeah, all those things come into play. But I think it's something that it's, you know, the idea of like defending yourself as opposed to, um, you know, being quiet, being still, as you put it, letting someone touch you. As women, we beat ourselves up about that so much without realizing that actually we've, we're making decisions on a subconscious level that are calculated to keep us as safe as possible. Yes, true. That, that, that makes a lot of sense that even when I'm quiet, I'm actually keeping myself safe. Pretty Deadly Self-Defense is a self-empowerment program through self-defense, developed from real-life experience, a lot of martial arts training, and tailored for the way women actually learn the things we actually face, and that's actually fun. Learn more at prettydeadlyselfdefense.com. You can download our app, find a class, learn how to become a trainer, or find out how to teach the Pretty Deadly program at your school or studio. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, and yes, we're even on TikTok. Just search for Pretty Deadly Self-Defense and we'll be there. Our theme song is an excerpt from the original track Icarus Wish by Dead Centuries and used by generous permission of the artists. Get more tunes at deadcenturies.bandcamp.com. 